You're listening to The Final Take. We're your hosts, Nelson Wynn. And I'm Tim Cox. This is a conversation podcast where we talk TV, film, and our love for it all. On this special episode, we react to Disney Plus Day, all the new releases, the trailers, the sizzle reels. You know, I was actually a little bit skeptical about this because I couldn't find a lot of information on it. It was just, this is Disney Plus Day and this is when it was going to start. Yep. And I'm like, what? what is this going on? What is Disney Plus Day? You know, and, and I didn't even know it was the anniversary of... It's, it's the birthday of Disney Plus. Disney Plus birthday. They turned two. Two today. They're in their terrible twos. (laughs) (laughs) So I I can't believe that Disney Plus has been in our lives for two years already. For two years. I know. And thank goodness. And thank goodness. Because who would have thought a pandemic would shut us down and we need all this content to to watch? Exactly. Exactly. The only thing I'm kind of bummed about is that, you know, when when they first launched, they launched with The Mandalorian. So Mm -hmm. we're not getting a season three of the Mandalorian when it comes to this uh, second year anniversary, but we are getting a bunch of other things that we saw. We are. And my goodness, it was incredible. Jam-packed. To see. I know, you know, and the thing is, is they were kind of, they were, it was kind of cascading out throughout the day and I had to just kind of stop watching what was going on. And then finally at the end of the day, I just kind of caught up with everything and I just went through and blew through trailers all the content that they were they were putting up there. I saw the the streaming. Um, I do have to comment on the aspect ratio, the IMAX aspect ratio that they put on there. I really love it because I was a little worried. Um, the Zack Snyder stuff is is the that three four aspect ratio. It's true seventy millimeter where you have the sides cut off, but this is actually one ninety one where you get kind of a full screen plus you know, uh, removing the letterboxed part of it. So mm. I, I had to check that out and just to see for myself that it wasn't, you know, just, just the traditional square yeah. IMAX screen, you know? Well, thank, thank our Disney overlords for uh, blessing us with this additional uh, IMAX content, big IMAX is, fans here and, and yeah. you and I, so. I know. And, and I, you know, even though they, they cut it off for the standard, standard releases but um you know i i did i thought they really just stretched it for the imax but but there is some additional um screen in there so um so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be throwing down some uh imax footage here i like it well yeah. tim cox we've got yes. a lot to cover there's Let's so much this. stuff and i'll say as a father mm-hmm. thank you disney for all this yeah. new content you know, I have to say this, all this new content came out and my son was watching uh, reruns of the old 70s Gumby show. It was just the sound of that was just Incredible. piercing the air. And I was like, yo, <laughs> Olaf presents. Ciao, Alberto. Come on, get on it, kids. No, no. I think, I think, I think they're onto something. Yeah. Original Gumby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. That's true. That's true. You know, it's just so weird. You got to, it's like watching a car accident. You just can't look away. Well, with all of this new content and I'm seeing this list that we need to cover and it's quite a bit. So let's jump in. Let's jump in. So streaming now on the platform, you can watch the following jungle cruise, the movie about the ride, the jungle cruise. That was surprisingly good. What's not to love? I mean, 
Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Emily Blunt, dropped into the jungle. Yes. On a cruise. Give me yeah. more of that. I want uh, Jungle Cruise 2. I'm ready for Jungle Cruise 2. Yeah, I, I, I was pretty I was pretty surprised. I thought it was going to be terrible, but it was actually surprisingly good. Uh, I, I was going to try to we, – we typically try to do a family movie day a couple times a month, but um, – there was it was a little violent and a little scary for the kids. I'm glad we we kind of just watched this on our own. But, sure. Uh, yeah, I, I I loved every minute of it. It fills it fills the gaping wide parts of the Caribbean hole in my heart. <laughs> yeah, you know I, I you know I I think they really stepped it up and kind of made it better. Um, you know, because I think Pirates of the Caribbean was a little too much, especially when it they got long and and drawn out. And less storyline, a little more action, mm -hmm. and it kind of kind of bored me. I, the last few I didn't even watch. Yeah. So Jungle Cruise, continue on, carry on. That is a watch, definitely. That is a watch. All right, mm -hmm. next, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Watch. That's all I'm gonna. I don't, we, it doesn't even need a description. Just watch. Watch it. I have to say, you know, I was excited because you, you know, listening to you talk about how excited you were to see this and representation as someone who's Asian. Yeah. Um, I was not only excited mm -hmm. to watch this, and I did actually watch this before you watched this. I was not only excited to watch this because of that, but this was generally a very exciting film. It was. From beginning to end it's so and good i and would they, put this in my top in three mythology from you know from asia mm -hmm. pretty well yes they they really uh, you know i think at the beginning of the marvel universe phase one maybe even phase two they wouldn't have been able to pull it off no just having you know done what they've done and, and really kind of pushed through a great story great representation on the screen you know no whitewashing of any characters but they had a great storyline. I'm going to say this, as far as solo films, or well, actually, as far as origin films within yep. the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yep. this is my number one. And it, it, I have and to agree is, with you. Yes. And this is top three of any Marvel film that, that has been released in, in the entire cinematic universe. Full I mean, stop. well, sure. And action it's incredible it's not like that blurry blink and you'll like you'll vomit because right <laughs> you know like it's just I, I mean marvel marvel made a martial arts movie yes and the results were nothing short of amazing yeah. um so it was it was an incredible film it, colorful I, and and just great to look at Great storyline to absorb. The action, the action, the action hits. Yeah, storyline is great. Yes, know? I mean, who does who does who does stories about fathers and son conflicts between fathers and sons better than Disney? Come on, no one does. Let's go. No one does. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we got Olaf presents. That's a Frozen spinoff. So it's, uh, I, I didn't know what this was originally. I thought it was just a series of shorts, but I, yep. they're recapping all the Disney hits. Yeah. So here's the blurb that I wrote for it. That scene from Frozen 2 where Olaf recaps Frozen, but with all their, with other Disney hits. <laughs> Pretty much. I was looking through this so with Moana and the Little Mermaid and it was kind of funny. So Olaf my son, and Sven, My son's watch it. My son has watched it all the way through like three times already. 
I, I noticed I, I logged in and into Disney Plus and I noticed it's already been watched. So <laughs> I, there you have it. Kids are uh, digging it. Yep. And if you didn't get enough, Luca, we have the spinoff, Ciao Alberto, which is a short movie That's right. of Alberto's adventures after Luca, after the events of Luca. That's, uh, I think my kids start, watch this one already. They already tackled it. Once I told them there was stuff on Disney Plus that dropped, everything I noticed was just watched, watched, yeah. watched, watched. Yeah. So, so this for the is, parents yeah, out Luca there, was fantastic. the parents out there who have already seen Luca like 10 or 15 times, new Luca related right. content for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that is definitely true. Isn't it so funny that it's like these kids have to watch watch the shows over and over again. And, and uh, even if you don't fully see a film, you know, you, you end up mm-hmm. as a parent, you end up seeing like, the oh, middle, yeah. and then you, and then you watch the yep. ending and then you watch the beginning yep. of it, you know, and you've seen it 26 times, not in any order, kind of like a kind of like Pulp don't, Fiction. Just, just, you know, don't hurt my feelings again. <laughs> Quit Tarantino is a treasure. All right. We're talking about Disney plus. Uh. When when we get our sound effects, I'm gonna have a, a vomit. I'm gonna have a vomit. Blah. All right. So I know I'm gonna be very unpopular for that because there's a few friends that I that I have that as you should be. We we just disagree on friends on of Tim who agree with me. Boo this man. Yeah. Well, I respect Tarantino. I know why a list actors love him. That's all I'll say. Um, yes. Okay, moving on. Now, this last one here uh, in the Star Wars realm, it's a little documentary short called Under the Helmet, The Legacy of Boba Fett. We're both excited Um, for this. Kind of something leading up to the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I actually watched, I was able to watch a little bit of this. However, after my kids went Mm -hmm. to bed, fighting it and getting to bed a little bit late, I decided to watch No Time to Die which took, uh, it was close to three hours. And of course I had to get up early in the next morning. So I, I watched a few minutes of this, but it is fantastic. The, just kind of a, a short documentary on right. Boba Fett. You don't need anything huge yeah. because it's, there isn't a whole lot to really explain Boba Fett within the star Wars universe <laughs> because Boba Fett was a, a little bit of an afterthought. I, we talked about it on previous episodes, if yeah. you're a fan of Boba Fett, of which there are many, right? You had a few a few minutes in in Empire. You had his th- he's thrown into the Sarlacc pit at the beginning yeah. of at Jedi. the beginning of Jedi, not seen again for forty years. Well, it makes a brief appearance in in the in the prequel trilogy as a as a kid, but that's right. all the Boba Fett you had mm-hmm. for forty years. And then all of a sudden, just that's a, right. You know, bounty of riches. So thank you, Disney overlords. Well, they chalked it up to they chalked it up to this huge this huge fandom of Boba yeah. Fett. I forgot I forgot the 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 Star Wars Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> also, right? Yeah, the Star Wars holiday, <laughs> and that's what they go back to where they they really introduced him in the Star Wars holiday special. However, in Empire and Jedi, he only had like six minutes of of screen time combined, and and not, and, and not the greatest six minutes, if you really no. think about it. Standing you know? there. Standing Dude. stoically. One line, maybe. Yeah. But this is, a, this is a fantastic little documentary. I highly recommend that one. All right. I have to cool. watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. All right. And that's the 
the next thing that we'll cover national geographic i'm i'm loving the national geographic i I watch a lot of it um especially the drain the oceans drain alcatraz all that that's fun yeah it's amazing the world according to jeff goldblum season two did debut on d plus day nice i don't know if you've actually seen the world according to jeff goldblum because he's so quirky I still, I still need to. I've watched I still need a few to. episodes. Very quirky, very interesting. He is fantastic. I mean, hosting and you know, seeing the world through his eyes is is really. It, it, mm-hmm. It's a little bit of a documentary. It's kind of one of those Mark Summers food documentaries on the Food Network. However, it's okay. told through the eyes of Jeff Goldblum, and and that's what's funny about it. It that that's where it gets unique. It's told through the eyes of Jeff. And he's um, like, we're on a first name basis, just to let you know. Um, yeah, Jeff. <laughs> my buddy Jeff. Um, we share, uh, you know, we, we talk eyeglass fashion every once in a while. It's, it just kind of, because he narrates it, it gets his, his kind of quirkiness, his questions. It's absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend anybody to watch this. You know, he's, he, he shows, he, they go through his, whatever he looks at. Well, his shoes, ice cream, and then he has like a, somebody make an ice cream that he creates or a, a design a shoe. It's it's fantastic. All okay. right, cool. America the Beautiful. This is just basically one of those Planet Earth documentaries, but it focuses on the good old U.S. of A. Quick, All right, yeah, quick America. trailer. Which is, <laughs> can you guess what song they're playing in the backdrop? Mm, America the Beautiful. Yes. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Team America? <laughs> no, just America the Beautiful. And then they just kind of cascade through right. throughout the U.S. It's it's visually stunning. Okay, and this next one, I would like Will Smith's job. Welcome to Earth. Who Will was? Smith explores yeah. unseen worlds on Earth. What do you think of this one? The trailer, I, you know, some of, some of the some of the little snippets mm-hmm. uh, from upcoming episodes. Looks really interesting. Yeah. Also, I want to go up to Will Smith and say, "Lucky, <laughs> lucky." <laughs> uh, you know, that's probably the that's, that's the perks of being a popular movie star. Disney throws you a wad of cash and says, "Let's just send you on adventures. Go make, go, yeah. go make." Yeah. So yeah. we'll pay for it. So that yeah, welcome to Earth from from Fresh Prince to. Disney documentary and everything. You know, you made it when you have your own Disney. Yeah. What a life. What a life. So um, this last one, Nat Geo, this up and coming actor named Chris Hemsworth. I think he's from Australia or something. You (laughs) You may may have have heard heard of him. him. Um, So (laughs) his show is called Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. He is trying to um, live as long as he can. By putting yep. himself in danger, uh, <laughs> there's really no other way to say the blurb that what I got from that trailer was Chris Hemsworth takes on Father yes, Time. He takes on Father Time by doing things that risks his life. He, yeah, it's it's kind of a contradiction when you look at it, but it also makes you want to work out. And I haven't been in shape since I had kids, so yeah. More than half the trailer is, is a shirtless Chris Hemsworth. So yeah. if you're into it, if yeah, you're into it's, it, it's, you're probably going to watch it. 
or it's going to make you feel like you need to get to the gym. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, we're both trending to Fat Thor. You know, I, we are too. Um, I've been tearing into my kids' Halloween candy like it's my job. So um, I just had Milky, <laughs> a fistful of Milky Ways. You know, so this podcast is brought to you by my kids' Halloween candy. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's right. Made possible. Possible. That's right. Hey, the kids are in bed. <laughs> I've been up all day without a nap myself, so I need a lot of sugar in me. So, all right, that concludes the Nat Geo announcements. Uh, let's right. get straight to the Disney Plus content. Yeah, yeah. Moving on, general Disney Plus content. I'm going to let you talk about this one because music music is very important to you. I know. <laughs> I have yeah, a blurb I'll, I'll introduce like it. Read, and I'm, I'm so. kind of curious because you you wrote that in there, and I'm I'm just like, uh, what are you thinking? Um, so the Beatles did a film called Get Back, uh, which was um, released with their album. Uh, this there was a lot of footage that they shot. Um, there's so much stuff that they did that never got released, and I believe Peter Jackson is behind this. Peter Jackson, four years yeah. of editing, and, remastering, uh, making it into kind of a an old school iTunes video. It's like a seven-part documentary. I'm very excited for this. Now, please explain this tagline that you put in there. <laughs> so, so here is my blurb that I wrote about the Beatles get back. The subtitle, oh my The gosh. Rise of Yoko. <laughs> yeah, because this is around the time that she was just kind of st- sitting next to John it, it the seems, entire time. Yeah, and it's like it takes place... It's all towards the end before they break up. And apparently from things that I've seen, pulls no punches in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think it's looking to answer right. who might be to blame for the breakup of the Beatles, but yeah. I think it's kind of showing all sides of it, you know, the warts and all for everybody. Um, but then also the other sides of how, you know, how they got along as as creative mm-hmm. people, partners, bandmates in, in creating music. So... Um, I, I just, I, I thought that was funny because, you know, in the trailer, you see a little snippet of that. So not to, you know, and I, I know this is going to kind of pull a, a low blow on our uh, alma mater, Arizona State, but there's a, there's a class that they teach, you know, when they have those electives, pop music and stuff, and people take those. There is one on the Beatles. Did you take that class? I took I took them both. I think I, <laughs> I took Elvis. Like, Elvis, the Beatles, <laughs> I'm here for it. Um <laughs> It may be yes. um, the easiest so day that you'll get. The the Beatles did a lot of amazing things for music. They did it all high. Oh my gosh, they were incredibly high. Did but they, 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 they revolutionized. Well, they revolutionized recording. I had no idea. You know, they everybody was recording on four tracks. They just put two four tracks together, made it an eight track, and you know, it and they did amazing stuff with recording. And then of course a lot of their cracks in the and and it had to do with with how I kind of a I don't want to say power struggle but more of a um you know because Lennon and McCartney were were the the they were the biggest writers of 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 the Beatles music and and you know mm-hmm. uh Paul McCartney would want a song to turn you know he would want the drums to be a certain way and he would come in into to the to the recording session early before anybody got there and he would re-record Ringo's drums or something like that. And at a certain point, Ringo even left the band and and John had to go talk him back into mm. coming back and recording, finishing the album and stuff. 
so, you know, I'm kind of curious to see if this touches on that, that kind of stuff, or if it was just like performances. Um, so I, I, they have a very fascinating history. Yeah. It's going to be a watch. I imagine this so, is a watch for you. We'll do an entire episode <laughs> on this one. <laughs> yeah. I imagine we yes. will. Um, this next one, I think, I think as dads, as, as fans of comic books and uh, just overall fans of, of wanting to watch this with our kids, Baymax. Oh yeah. Look, I, I love big hero six. <laughs> I may have watched it many times without my kid before I had kids. So mm-hmm. the blurb that I got for this, follow Baymax when he's not saving San Francisco with Hero. And it, it sounds like um, Maya Rudolph is back. Maya Rudolph just making quite the career of playing Disney moms. She No, no kidding. She she certainly is. Um, so it's, it sounds like they got, this isn't uh, one of those ones where you have the guy that sounds like Luke Wilson um, right. doing doing uh lightning McQueen. They they're they're really doing a good job of getting back their actors. So oh, yeah. um yeah this they're is, throwing money at them. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. There this this sounds uh this this looks really, really good. So my kids will definitely watch it. This will probably be like a series that we watch all together. Oh yes. Okay. The Proud Family, which uh makes a reboot return um, was a 20 year old Disney cartoon. Um, this is something that I missed. So 20 years ago I was in my twenties and I wasn't watching cartoons with kids. Yeah. So, um, this is one that's making its return 20 years later and it's got a, uh, largely has the, the same cast intact. So huh. a lot of great comedians, um, and, and they're going to get a lot of, uh, I was reading about uh, it where a new generation, a new, new generation, generation of fans. Yeah, new generation of fans that are going to be coming in on this one. Um, I was reading the the guest lists. Uh, you know, is a who's who of of acting talent and voiceover talent. So this this one's going to be, uh, and it's it's the old school two D. They're not going for um, uh, you know CG animation. All right. So uh, which is kind of cool, and I really I really am kind of uh, uh, when Disney brings back the old school. Uh, animation i i absolutely absolutely love it all right the ice age the adventures of buck wild um i didn't see a trailer on this i just saw an announcement for this one uh, yeah my, ki- my kids are all about especially my son he's all about ice age um, my son as well yeah so um, and so buck what what character is buck wild was he the, was he the one that like again this is like i've i have watched all of these, but not all the way through. So Buck Wild is the one where he's got like the eye patch and he's like that kind of Australian adventurer. Is that um, Buck Wild? Or is it is this a new character? I'm not sure. So the, there's like four Ice Age films, I think. And I've never I, I couldn't tell you which <laughs> scene is in which movie. They all because blend together. They've all blended together. I've never seen them all the way through. Um I I you know I couldn't tell you if the, you know, middle of part four was in the end of part one. So, um, I, all I know is my, my kids are going to be glued to the TV for anything ice age. Yep. So I'll just say that, yeah, um, this will, this will be a watch in my household by yes. my son probably like 15 times. Yeah, absolutely. Same, same with us. So Disney plus is, is releasing a few movies that are, that are actually going to be, they're kind of, aimed at tweens intertwined is one 
which mm-hmm. is kind of a, I wrote, wrote it down as an explanation of a time traveling high school musical. All right. So it, it's uh, a girl who wants to be a performer. Her mom doesn't want her to do that. Uh, her grandmother was, she was able to put on a bracelet and go back in time. Um, and she was able to kind of change the, change the past, influence her future. We'll see how that turns out. I think that's going to be a, a skip for me, bud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I don't know, man. You're having a you're you have a girl on the way, so I, I have a, a, a one that's turning seven in two weeks. So um, it, it'll probably be something that's going to be on in our house. So I've got a good decade before I got to worry about this one. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, along with that, there's Sneakerella. So uh, this is a skip. And, and actually, I'm going to say it's a full-out ban. So, it's a modern telling Cinder- Cinderella with a shoe designer. And after seeing the first episode of The World According to Jeff Goldblum and how much people pay for these shoes. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't Secret want culture. my... Oh, my gosh, Bonkers. I, I just like, whoa, my my kids are... I don't want... I can't believe... It's, Look, Nike it's like student loans, going man. going to jail because they're running like a crazy back... Where back to the warehouse scam through this like it's crazy. There is like a huge underground underworld with the sneakers. There's a huge, you know, one of the fascinating things is uh, the Jeff Goldblum. He went to one of these trade shows where it was kind of like the Comic Con of sneakers. Mm -hmm. A guy just whipped out thirty five thousand dollars cash and bought this whole guy's other guy's collection. You know, gracious. It was insane. I'm like, whoa. I, I, I'm all for a modern telling of anything. I'm all for <laughs> for all kinds of cool stuff. As yeah. long as it doesn't hit me in the wallet. <laughs> I guess I guess they're they're giving the kids what they want, and that is sneaker content. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. That's a skip. That's a skip over here. That's a no for <laughs> yeah, me, dog. That's a skip. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, hey, um, yeah, you guys don't need to worry about shoes, man. You, you you're covered. We. We got you covered. We we get oh, your yeah. converse. Hey, this next one, I know I'm excited for. And I hope you are. Yes, Willow. Willow. So is this a is it is this a movie or is it a series? It's a series. So okay. it's a it's a sequel series. Right. Picking up after the movie. Mm-hmm. We didn't see any footage, but yeah, we see Warwick Davis still out there in the world and. You know, the intro, it's a cast introduction, and they leaned way into the, all of this cast was not alive when this movie came out. (laughs) (laughs) That was probably the most hilarious thing ever, especially when the one girl was like, I wasn't alive when when the first movie was out. Oh, yeah, that stings. That does sting a little bit. (laughs) It it is. It makes you wonder where the time went. I'm like, God, wasn't I 20 a few days ago? Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for this, and and uh, uh, it's well, definitely the way a reboot should go. Uh, not really a reboot, but just kind of a conti- when you when you really kind of continuation something. Yeah, uh, you know, mix the old with the new. Sure, you know, and but, you know. Here's what I'll say about what Disney has done well with all of this, these nostalgia pieces, mm-hmm. right? Is you know, you think back to your childhood when when you first watched all this stuff, and and as mesmerizing, you're totally in on it, totally invested, 
And then for something like Willow, Mm -hmm. nothing, like nothing afterwards. Right. And so, you know, as a child, you jump into your imagination of what these characters could be doing, you know, what's happened to them uh, after this adventure. And, um, you know, Disney's done a pretty good job over the years of, you know, picking up, picking up where they left off, like, you know, years later. And, and so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this one. Well, when you think about some of the programming that they're doing, you know, especially with the prep with Willow and also with the proud family, bringing things back, kind of mixing the old with the new. Yeah. Um, So not a full reboot. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of looking at it like now, now the, the kids, who were watching these things are adults, They're adults. Yep. and we have families and we have kids and now and it's a way money for us to connect. That we can throw at Disney. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. All right, Tim, well, moving on, this is the meat and potatoes part of this episode. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, there's so much Marvel content that they just had to like throw in like the PowerPoint slide of titles at the very end and just skip through it. Like the, these are the appendices. They skip through like eight titles. <laughs> There's so much going on. They have a lot of Marvel. So I think the, the, the bulk of Marvel is, is for the, for the next phase mm-hmm. is, is going to be um, TV. Limited it's series. Be TV. They're going to yeah. have the limited series. I think they're going two directions, you know, with, with, um, Spider-Man and the multiverse and, and, um, and the uh, multiverse of madness with Dr. Strange. They're going to go, I think they're going to go one direction with the films mm-hmm. still tie it in with the TV shows. Like Avengers proper. Right. And, and then, and then a side team is what I'm thinking. Is that what you're thinking? Is that what you're going to? Yeah. I was thinking that they'll probably do like West coast Avengers on the TV shows. And, and you know, the, the thing is though, when you, when, the the mistake that they really made with with agents of shield is that they they just very much said it was kind of in the world but but yeah. there was a there was a line drawn weird well, tv a total disservice movies. a total disservice to you know what was a great show yeah. that needed that tie in and just they you know they could never get it mhm that's right but uh so, so, so let's just dive in on it. All okay. Right. So Go we've ahead. talked about this before on the pod, Hawkeye. And I described yep. it as die hard, but with Hawkeye. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's mentoring Kate Bishop or, you know, it's, it's that part unlikely hero, part, you know, anti-hero at this point. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he, he was uh, Ronin for a bit and killed a lot of people right. before Endgame. Um, so it picks up there has a lot of real diehard vibes cause it's, it's, you know, it takes place during Christmas. Um, and in the, the little sizzle reel that they showed the cameras in the back of the car, mm-hmm. it's a, it's chasing and it's like 360 shot of just all the things going on in this chase. And it looks, it looks, I give me chills. You know, it looks amazing. Um, you know, I, I have to say, I, I, I've always kind of liked Hawkeye, but you, you, in the films, you don't really, he doesn't really, you don't really give, or Marvel didn't really give fans to really love Hawkeye until mm-hmm. Avengers, um, you know, or what was it? Was it 
Civil War where they all hid out with Hawkeye's family. No, that was, was uh, it? Age of Ultron. Okay, that was Age of Ultron. Okay, so so you just get like little tiny teasers of him, and and he's I, you know I think Jeremy Renner is a really great actor, very I, underused in the MCU up to this yes, point. Yes, my opinion. And and you know for especially for someone who's been there from the beginning, you mm-hmm. know he, even though he had a blip of a scene in in Thor, um, and he's Jeremy Renner, right? You know. <laughs> Um, and very underused. Yes. And, and I, I definitely think that this is going to be a great opportunity for Marvel to kind of give him his, his, his full potential, give Hawkeye the, the, you know, the full potential that he can, he can have. And it seems, it, it, it seems like really leaning into the reluctant hero role. Yeah. Right. A la, you know, Die hard, yeah. <laughs> as well, and, and then as a mentor, you know, kind yes, of passing yeah. the torch as well, which is yeah, cool because you know, I mean, the, the one thing that they have to face is that these, you know, not everyone's Chris Hemsworth, not everyone is limitless, and they're gonna live forever. <laughs> you know, not everyone's gonna look like they're twenty nine for the rest of their life, right? You know, you've got you've got Chris Hemsworth who's working extremely hard at living forever. And you've got Paul Rudd, who is not working at all hard, <laughs> not working to out look, at all <laughs> to, to stay young and look look like he's twenty five for the rest of his life. He is pretty sexy, though. I mean, he's the sexy. He's officially the sexiest man alive. But you, the you know, they're going to have to pass the torch because they're not getting any younger. You know, and and, and they're, they're not going to recast, and they're not, not going to recast. They're they're going to have to move the whole series forward. So you know, it's this is this is a great passing of the torch, so to speak. And, yeah. and I think a lot of the, like Kate Bishop, I only know his name, Wyatt Russell, who was uh, U.S. agent, the Patriot, yeah, yeah, the U.S. Yeah. agent, yeah. And then um, Sam Wilson's getting his own movie, his own Captain America movie. So he I sure think is. he's going to stay with Avengers. I, I think they're really going to create that West Coast Avengers through all the TV shows. So let's that, do it. Yeah, I'm here for it. So Hawkeye is a definite watch. Yeah, we're gonna wa- we're gonna be watching Hawkeye. We're, we're yeah. probably going to be recapping. Uh, probably will all when, these when, episodes when, when the pilot launches. That's right. Um, all right, next She Hulk. Yeah. I described it as the Hulk, but female and a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> so you got some green legs. That appeared in a one shot, and then a yep. um, couple couple of uh, scenes with uh, with Smart Hulk and yep. Bruce Banner. Yeah, and I don't know if you freeze framed on it, but Bruce Banner was looking a little Bill Bixby. He was um, for those of it you was don't great. know. Great, yeah, well, that was a nice little nod to the uh, the original Hulk. Man, he had uh, those like show. late seventies, early eighties mutton chops on Loved his it. side of his side of his face yeah um he had the like the what do they call that a canadian tuxedo whereas he's wearing like all denim <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard of that before that was in uh uh what was it that mo- the first time i heard that was um the only time i've heard that actually was super troopers so where brian oh, cox comes in 
That's and totally lost on me. I don't remember that line from that movie. It was and I a, watched that movie so so many times in college. It was one of the one of those obscure lines that I laughed so extremely hard at. Yeah, it was, it was so funny. He's you know it was Farva. He made a comment. Hey, what do you hey? Hey, Chief, what are you doing with the in a Canadian tuxedo? <laughs> <laughs> it was so appropriate. It was such a far of a line. Uh, yeah, that's great. So, but uh, um, she uh, you know, it, it, I don't. I, I haven't seen enough to say that it's a watch. I'm not sure. It's yeah. MCU, so I'm probably gonna watch it anyway. But you know, mm-hmm. I think it, it it'll. I think it'll be all right. And and it's good to have. It's good to see. Uh, you know, uh, Mark Ruffalo bring the Hulk back because yeah. I, you know, I, I wasn't too keen on Edward Norton and I know that Mark Ruffalo was the first choice for Hulk um, before it went to Edward Norton. So yeah. um, I would have, gosh, if they could just reshoot every Ed Norton scene, <laughs> in the first film and just replace just him. Digitally replace him. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they do that with I, Kevin Spacey but, in a movie? I'm, I'm sure if we just throw it out there in the universe, mm-hmm. some deep fake artists out there is going to, it, it will, will, will make your wish come true. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that can happen. Don't mess with me when I'm angry. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to see me angry. This is, this is going off the rails a little bit. Let's keep going. Okay. I, I got one Ms. more. Marvel. I got one more. Okay. Jenna, Jenna. You don't want to see me angry, Jenna. What was that from? 30, 13 going on 30. <laughs> Jenna, you don't want to see me angry, Jenna. Uh, so, anyway. All right. Bringing all right. this back on the rails. Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. It was, this is a real. I described it as Captain Marvel, but a young girl. Real mm-hmm. Spider-Man vibes. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I, I don't know what to think yet. Um, I definitely like the fact that um, they're kind of bringing it in. It, it, it looks right now just kind of a uh, inspiration, but there's a, there's a there was a lot of popularity, mm-hmm. big fan base from this particular comic book that yeah. to to make it into a live action something or other. Right. So right. Th- there's that scene in the sizzle reel where she's standing on the roof. Mm-hmm. I think probably trying to figure out her powers and uh, it just, it gave me real like Spider-Man origin vibes. So yeah, looks like it's uh looks like it's going to be pretty good. Okay. And if it's right in, I'm sure it rolls right into the Marvel's. Yeah, absolutely. With yeah. Captain Marvel. So, right. Um, Secret invasion. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can call it a teaser or just a glimpse. It had a Samuel lot of Jackson. It had a character. lot of archive footage from okay. from actually Captain Marvel. So there was there was some new footage that you could see, yeah. but they, they did carry through a lot of archive footage I, from I mean, you're gonna give me more Sam Sam Jackson. Yeah. Yes, please. That's I, right. Secret invasion it doesn't even have to be about like scrolls or you know uh shield. I, I'm here for it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, that's true. And and essentially aside of his little short appearances in Avengers Endgame and Infinity War, when was his uh, I mean, and and you can't really count Captain Marvel because that was that took place in the 90s. Yeah. Technically according to the chronology of Right. 
the 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 cinematic universe. But so when was Nick Fury's last big appearance um, in a film? Was it Civil War? It was Civil War. Civil War, right? It's Civil yeah. War. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I I think that Marvel has been teasing more physicality from Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back to the Marvel What If episode, whereas What If the Avengers didn't assemble, right? Yeah. And and there's a fight scene with Nick Fury, which would have taken place like around the, the beginning of the Avengers. So like, oh, mm-hmm. wait, in, in the time frame. And, you know, he has a, a, a pretty good fight scene. I guess it was. Oh, now that I think of it. Anyway, uh, I think they're teasing more physicality out of out of the role, but I could be I could be totally wrong. Now that I think of it, I probably am, but I would like more. It's well, it seems like there there's a new look for um, Nick Fury. That that's the biggest thing that they teased was a, was a new look for Nick Fury. Yeah, um, and uh, his return to the MCU. Um, mm-hmm. essentially it's been, you know, so, so is it going to take place in current time or is it going to be a period piece again? It that's a good looks question. Like it's current. It looks like it's current Nick Fury, right? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, he, well, I don't know because they did actually show some scenes where he, you know, he was on vacation and, and they, they kind of hinted at that. Um, he was up on the, up in the ship. I don't oh, know. That's what time, right. I don't that's know. What right. That's that right. Was. Was that back in the nineties? No, that was like current time, right? Gosh, it's all it's all oh a blur gosh. now. There's, you know, what's funny is like, there's been nothing. Yes, like yeah, this. yeah, 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 yeah. It, it is, it is current time. Okay, because if you pick up at the end of WandaVision, mm-hmm. where they go up to the ship, that's current time. That's shortly after the events of Endgame. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's that'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. Last, Last one, Moon Knight. Okay, I have it as Batman, but in the MCU, and he's possessed. Oscar Isaac, yeah, on television, so to speak, streaming. Yeah, but Oscar Isaac. I know. Let's go. Yeah, he. I, I'm. I have really loved all the things that he's done that I've seen lately. I didn't see that From one the beginning. He did with Jessica Chastain, but but. Um, you know, a, a lot of things he did. Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to have to also, you know, he was in, he was, uh, in the Marvel universe prior to that in X-Men apocalypse. Uh, I, Marvel I universe adjacent. Yeah. I, you true. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't make it through that film. The Fox um, X-Men series. Yeah. I, it looks exciting. You know what we've seen of it so far. Um, it's supposed to be super violent. Yeah. He's, he's a vigilante. Mm hmm. Uh, it looks like he might lose consciousness when, you know, he becomes Moon Knight and like he comes to like in the aftermath of mm-hmm. just beatings that he's delivering. So, right. Do you think, um, do you think Marvel's going for the Disney plus shows, the limited, limited runs, uh, or limited series in on Disney plus because it wouldn't really have a place as a movie because they're a little bit more, you know, when you look at it, well, Hawkeye's kind of getting his due, you know, mm-hmm. she Hulk, Miss Marvel can't really say secret invasion, but moon Knight, they're, they're relatively obscure. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think they're obscure. I think for these characters where, you know, they're brand new to the MCU, mm-hmm. fairly obscure from the comics. So, you know, only real, you know, hardcore comic book fans yeah. would, would, would be aware of them. Mm-hmm. Streaming on Disney Plus as a mm-hmm. limited series gives them a lot more runway to lay out, you know, the origin of the character, right? What they're about, how they came to be, you know. I mean, you can't. I think they learn that they can't always land it like they did with Black Panther. Yeah. Um, and giving these new characters, you know, a six to eight episode run. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, think about what WandaVision did for Wanda and Vision. Yeah. Who were both side characters in the Avengers. Right. And, you know, in the movie aspect of their relationship, didn't make a whole lot of sense. Like mm-hmm. It felt really forced. But then you see them in WandaVision and it's like, this is what, this is what the version of these characters that they needed in the movies. Right. But they had more, they had more space to tell the story. They had more mm-hmm. opportunity to, you know, for, for that chemistry to build and for the actors to, you know, live in their characters as a couple. So yeah, I'm, if going forward, the, the origin for all these new characters is a limited series on Disney plus mm-hmm. count me all the way in. Right. That's true. You know, and uh, going back to Eternals, that's why I think Eternals would have been far, far better yeah, chronologically, the prequel as a series. Yeah, a prequel series that mm-hmm. took them from when they landed on Earth up to when they killed the final, the final deviant and went into but, hiding, mm-hmm. and then the movie. So you have that backstory established, and the movie is all present day with maybe some flashback, right. just as a reminder. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, if if going forward. This is the formula of introducing new characters with limited series. Yeah. This yeah, is great. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, it also seems like there's a little handholding as well. So Hawkeye's, you know, it's, it's largely going to feature Hawkeye, but he's mentoring Kate Bishop. You know, She-Hulk is, is uh, working with Bruce Banner. Ms. Marvel will undoubtedly have an appearance from Captain Marvel. Sure. Um, so, so it all, it all kind of has a little bit of a um, kind of passing of the torch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Without a doubt. All right. Okay. Any other, any other Marvel? Anything else? Oh, well, okay. I mentioned it bef- at the at the jump for the Marvel section of this conversation. Okay. So much Marvel content. Oh, my they gosh. They basically had to go yeah. to the – I'm going to skip through these slides. This is the appendices of upcoming Marvel series on Disney Plus, like yeah. the House of Harkness. Um, uh, what else? There's like – Echo, they had like six or seven titles that they just like, Marvel Zombies is getting a series. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's season right. two of Loki. Uh, and this was the only two. thing they had with, they actually had video content on. R- right, right. What we right. mentioned. Yeah. yeah what we mentioned. But then at the very end of the, of the you know, of the video, they just show like... <laughs> Just brief, just slides of like the title cards for these upcoming series. And so, you know, there's, we don't even get to that part because, you know, we don't really have much on it other than that it's a coming title. So there's going to be, uh, so let's, let's recap here. So there's going to be a, 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 they're going to introduce X-Men 
into yep, the Disney X, Marvel Cinematic well, Universe. So which I think be, they're picking up X Men ninety seven, which is yes. the 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 beloved animated show. Right, that's what they're going to do with that. They're going to have season two of What If, yeah, and also as you said, Loki. Yeah, um, Loki season two. There's um, going to be Ironheart, Echo, Secret Invasion, Ag- Agatha, House of Harkness, Marvel Zombies, uh-huh. She Hulk, but also. And this is kind of wonky when they do this. There's going to be a Spider-Man freshman year. So another it's, cartoon. It's going to be a Spider-Man be cartoon. I don't know if it's actually going to be the Tom Hall. It, Tom Holland's not voicing the role, but you know, it's just it's kind of funny because with especially with what if there there all these headlines have come out as so and so has been replaced just because somebody else is doing the. It's clickbait. It's all yeah, clickbait. Totally, totally. And and so, you know, I I and th- there's a lot of talk about this being the last Spider Man film that's coming out. Yeah. Um, no way home. I, it may be just just hey, like Iron Man. It Disney may be likes the last money. one. Yeah, Actors they, yes. like to be paid money. Right. And fans want Spider Man. That's so, right. Spider Man's no, a big character. It, it's gonna be en- it's gonna be the end of this story arc. Right. And I'm my guess is it will just be like grown up Spider Man. Well, you know what? I don't think it's gonna. You know what? To be honest with you, I don't think it's gonna be the end of the story arc. I think it's it's really the beginning of the next phase. Is 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 this this film? So there, they a lot of the the foreshadowing in the Marvel universe has really kind of lent itself to. Um, you know, with the presence of Julia Louis Dreyfus, her character, and and putting together that team, but the the films are all are going to the direction of of the the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So this really, you know, the, a lot of the 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 talk about this this next Spider Man film is going to be more along the lines of, um, you know, it's darker, it's not like the other ones, and all that kind of stuff, but. You know, it's it's a catalyst of what's yet to come. Sure. And and even though it you know, it could be um they've only done trilogies with with all of their characters, with the exception of Thor. Yeah. Now that they're doing Thor Love and Thunder. Um, you know, they they um could very well do a fourth Spider-Man film. However, just because they may not be doing a, a fourth Spider-Man film doesn't mean that Tom Holland's going to stop playing Spider-Man in Marvel films. Yeah, I think you everyone know? just needs to needs to calm down, take a step back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it just everybody just calm down, get it together. There's going to be something, and and this, you know, what what was so the first two Marvel phases were six films each. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got. The next three are are um, well. Three of the next films are are going to be, you know, between Ant Man, Doctor Strange two, and then Spider Man three. Um, they're going to be centered around the multiverse. So, um, you know, it it's it's going to be uh, quite an interesting journey in this next phase, and I think it's going to be so much bigger. Twenty twenty two is going to be. A banner year for Marvel related mm-hmm. comment content. Yeah, so absolutely, stay tuned. All right, uh, and 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 with with the treasure trove of Marvel content that was mm-hmm. announced 
it's kind of sparse on the Star Wars. I mean, I think we're both we're yeah. both very excited about the series that they previewed. But um, I, I went into convulsions. <laughs> I had like to be Dean hospitalized. <laughs> like Dean, like Dean Pelton. <laughs> if it's coming out of the the, so this is I'm going to say this. It may have come out of the, the prequel trilogy, but it's connected to the the, the original trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So Obi Wan so, Kenobi is mm-hmm. a limited series coming soon uh, that follows Obi Wan after the events of the prequel trilogy. Hayden Christensen is gonna is gonna reprise his role as Darth Vader, and hints of. Obi-Wan versus Vader round two. Let's go, man. Sign me up. Okay. Yes. This is a huge trailer. Uh, 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 you, we can we can praise all the stuff that we've seen prior to that. It's going to make our kids happy. It's going to give us time to like take little naps uh, as adults because we're exhausted of driving them around. Okay. Obi-Wan Kenobi. We have... Not only the return of Darth Vader, we have the return of Darth Maul. Say what? So in if okay, so one of my friends is a super freak, Star Wars super freak, and I had to look this up because I haven't seen any of the Clone Wars stuff. There is actually oh, a, yes. a viewing order in which you should watch everything. Yeah. Yeah. And the with the Clone Wars, they the cartoon they kind of jump around a little bit, but Darth Maul even though he gets cut in half, he yep. doesn't die. Yep, he survives. He and survives. Yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah, and he actually becomes the leader of Mandalore, which he has the um the dark saber uh, which was featured in the uh, uh season 2 of the Mandalorian. Season 2 of the Mandalorian and it's very, very exciting to see a lot of this this sizzle reel come out. But here, here's my question, okay? Hayden Christensen coming back as Darth Vader. Uh, is he going to speak? Because they did have they did have James Earl Jones doing some lines. Maybe we get just to see more suit? of. Well, maybe we get to see more of Vader uh, outside of the armor. Yeah, like in his maybe. regeneration chamber, talking. Hmm. Look, give me more Vader. Yeah, if he's reprising the role, I'm great. If it gives us a chance to have to have a Doctor Afra spinoff, yeah. I bet you didn't hear about Doctor Afra. Uh, but if it gives us a chance, so that's a character that appears in the in in the companion comic books. Yeah, to you know, after after Disney acquired the rights, and they created this character who becomes like a sidekick to Darth mm-hmm. Vader, and she's like, um, this the Star Wars version of Indiana Jones, like a space archaeologist, and if right. this opens up the possibility of a Doctor Afra series on Disney Plus, I mean, if I wasn't already in on Obi Wan, yeah. I'm double in. Yeah, this this Obi Wan is just is just insane. This this trailer was was incredibly insane, and I cannot wait. It did say that it was twenty twenty one, so I, I highly doubt they're going to launch it at the same time as the book of Boba Fett. But but uh, I it, mean, they just might make a run year. of it. They might it, just make a run awesome. of it. I would yeah. love for them to release it this year. But I'm, I imagine in and around the time of Disney Plus Day. 
2022. <laughs> right. That's possible. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Um, any other thoughts on Obi Wan before we before we close we clo- close this out? I just can't wait to see it. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, Tim. Finally, Pixar dipping their toe into TV or yep. at least streaming series. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I didn't see any of this and any of the the ones that you mentioned here, but yeah, I uh, yeah. Let, tell tell me about it. So two series, mm-hmm. um, Cars on the Road. Okay, it's Mater and Lightning Lightning McQueen road trip. Character the the Larry the, the Cable Guy and Owen Wilson reprising their roles. Oh. yeah. So that's going to be a cool. series. All right. Yeah. So you know, my son's going to be super excited because he loves yeah. cars, and that makes me excited. So yeah, same down with for that. Yeah. Um, and then Win or Lose uh, is another series. Sounds like Inside Out, but with softball players. Um, okay. So I guess that's also a series on Pixar on on Disney Plus from Pixar. Uh, follows like a softball a championship softball team. Okay. I think each each episode is going to follow, you know, a player like told from their point of view what's going on in their head as they you know navigate the same day. So okay. Um, yeah, Pixar. Nice. Pixar Exciting. giving us some giving us some TV now. Okay. Well, that's all good stuff. Yeah, that's a lot, yeah. man. We, yeah, we covered we went a lot. Through a lot. That's a lot of content coming um, this year. Yeah. Um, most of it watch. Absolutely. I mean, uh, almost all of it watch. I mean. Yeah. Dis- Disney is earning. Disney's earning my money. Yes, they are. <laughs> they're they're earning right. that subscription. That's and, right. And when my subscription comes up next year, I'm going to renew it. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, because that's the that's the end of our three year term, right? We went, we that's got right. it on the ground floor. The intro three year subscription. So that's right. They're doing they're and and I imagine this is all part of that. Like, okay, how do we keep those original three year subscribers coming back? Right. Uh, this is so, it. They did it. Yep. Yep. They did it. All right. That's all I got, man. And that is our take on Disney Plus Day. Obviously not a final take just yet, but we'll see what's yet to come. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe, like, and or give us five stars and a glowing review so our podcast can reach more people and we can tell our wives that, yes, we do need to be consuming all this content. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks again to Tyler Hobbs of Space Ranger for the original music. Check out Space Ranger exclusively on Spotify. Email us at thefinaltakepod at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thefinaltakepod, as well as Twitter and Instagram at thefinaltakepod. Join us next week where we discuss Ghostbusters Afterlife. Till then, thanks for joining. Thanks for joining.